Hey there, it's time for another episode of On Target Talks, the podcast all about the nitty gritty in digital marketing. From SEO to social media, from paid spends to trends, we've got you covered. And if you want to keep up with our On Target team, follow us on social media at On Target Digital via Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Hi, and welcome to another episode of On Target Talks. You probably recognize my voice by now. I'm Takim, the audio engineer, the self-proclaimed sauce master, and I'm joined today with... Shelby, the content wizard? I don't know. I don't have a cool nickname. You don't know your title. Like, I don't know my title. Every podcast. It's, it changes. Every podcast. Maybe that's the reason that people should keep listening. Yeah. Is that it's, what's Shelby's title going to be today? Yeah, I like that. It's, yeah, it's going to be great. I like that. So they can figure it out. You know, like we're all putting the like the the pieces of the puzzle together as a family. Right. Like let's find exactly. out what Shelby actually does. Exactly. Like I know what you do. When you figure out what I do, can you tell me? <laughs> other than other than just words. I know it's words related, but that's all I got. That's the extent. That's the extent. I think my formal my formal title that's on my email signature is senior content strategist. I don't know if it's manager. Because I don't, I currently don't manage any one person. Like I just manage the clients, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I don't manage Diana. Mm -hmm. um, but senior also makes me feel old. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. We're the same age. Yeah, we are the same age. So I, yeah. <laughs> but you're more mature than me. Oh, no, don't put that. That's what you tell people whenever they look older than they are. No, like, I mean, oh, like, no, more res you're, you're like, more, more responsible mature. than I am. Okay. Like, you know, like, they like they trust you more than Just because like I like again. going to bed at 9 o'clock does not mean that I'm more responsible. Shelby, Shelby, I just, Shelby. like, sleep. Shelby, I can honestly say that I trust you more than I trust me. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> terrifying. And uh, that is a therapy session for another day. Yeah, that is another therapy session for another day. So speaking of how you asked me when I figure out what you do, can I let you know? We're going to kind of talk about that today because, you know, mm, yeah. I kind of like, you know, had audience. I'm going to be transparent with you guys for a second. I was not very sauce mastery when it came to writing a blog. Actually, it was it, it was a... It was a very eye-opening experience for me, and I respect what Shelby and Diana does a lot more now. So I can I can kind of set the scene for anyone who's a listener. We also have the On Target blog, uh, which is where each member of our team once or twice a quarter will contribute to a blog with a topic of their choosing. Normally, it's something within our industry. Sometimes it's featuring a really cool project that our clients have been working on. Sometimes it's just outlining like latest SEO trends or content trends. And so with Valentine's Day coming up, Takeem, knowing that he was like next in line to submit his blog, just grabbed a Valentine's Day blog article. The day of. The day, like the day before we would need to post it live. Like the audacity. I, the actual audacity. The bravery, honestly. The, the bold bravery. Um, and so he he messages me and Diana early Friday morning and says, hey, I'm going to have this blog to y'all. This is going to be it. I got it. And Diana, I remember Diana looked at me and she was like, do you think he'll get a choice before Valentine's <laughs> Day? And I was like, 
we're not working on the weekend, so who knows? <laughs> and um, he managed to get it to us at 3.15 on Friday. Uh-huh. Our offices close at 4.30. Uh-huh. And Diane and I opened the document, and we noticed that it had the tone of, like, on target, which is awesome because our brand, if you haven't figured out by now, is a little bit sassy mm-hmm. and a little bit sarcastic mm-hmm. and very conversational. Very much so. Very conversational. We do not try to BS anybody with like marketing jargon or thinking that we're smarter than we are. And you know, we're just really straight, straightforward, straight shooters. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the tone of Takeem's blog. But as we're reading it, there was like nothing. There was no direction. Really of substance. And it went in like 20 different directions. So we kind of had to pull Takeem into our office and we said, hey. Sat me down. We said, it's not you, it's us. Um, <laughs> but we need a little bit more structure. That's always bad to this. hear. <laughs> That's always Especially on a Valentine's Day weekend, you know. You but. know, I thought like I really had like, you know, a hold and a grab on that. I, I like to think of myself as a Casanova. I was like, Valentine's Day, pfft, I got this. Like, I'll write this out, you know. And so what you were saying earlier, like you and Diana just like clicked up and, you know, were like, Do you think he's gonna get to us on time? And you tried to talk me out of it. We did. I give I'll give we you credit really for that. Did. You were like Takeem. Do do you, you want more time? Are, are you, you sure? sure? Do yeah. You, do you want another blog, perhaps? Yeah. Like, you know, like, you're the podcasting guy. We can talk audio. But no, he he took a big leap of faith and wanted to talk about social media marketing and Valentine's Day and about how different marketing strategies can be applied depending on what your brand is. And, and it wound up being a really, really good one. But I asked Akeem to go back and do some research. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about today is conducting research to make relevant content and how that should be the foundation of any solid content marketing strategy. Yes, and I completely understand that now. So my question to you is, like, what are some tips for, like, you know, for our listeners and for, like, you know, anybody who's trying to come up with you know, content, like, you know, relevant research for content, like what are some tips and like how can they expand more when it, with whatever piece of content they're creating? Mm-hmm. I think so the first big step to writing content that matters, and it's something that Diana and I do with all of our clients, is knowing what the end is going to be when you start. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like how Kevin Feige – lays out all the Marvel uh, films, Mm -hmm. you know, like he doesn't know maybe the individual pieces, but he knows where it's going to end up in the end. Mm -hmm. And so he has like signposts and roadmap moments of like big things that lead up to the end. Yeah. And, you know, I like to think of your content strategy maybe as like phase three of a block or phase four of the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. Uh, You know, like there are different, Aspects that need to be hit in content marketing for your business that are pain points or important things to your audience. And, you know, the ultimate goal is to get your audience connected back to your company and and stay connected to the brand. So it's just kind of like once you figure out what that ultimate goal is, you can almost work in reverse on how you're going to get there through your content marketing strategy. Yeah. So I like exactly what you're saying with the phase three and, you know, just 
Man, just what a time for like mark like movies. Like now, like that, like you know, they're entering like phase four of the mark. They're entering phase four. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so now that they're entering phase four, like, and everybody like like gets to see like the grander scheme of the picture that they were creating and how they just plotted it out. And it was like about twenty four hours of like film and like. I don't even want to know, like, the, the amount of time that, like, went into, like, you know, behind the scenes and just, like, planning and plotting and, like, you know, like, even, like, just rehashing ideas and just research and just coming with coming up with new ways to present such content. And, you know, like you said earlier, like, I had the voice for it. Like, I thought with writing the blog or the article that went out on Valentine's Day, with, you know, like, just creating content that was, like, entertaining. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, like, any, like, real, like, substance to back it. Was it was entertaining. Yeah. It was very entertaining. Yeah. Like, it. to me, I thought the entertaining part was, like, the more important side of it. But it's mm-hmm. definitely, like, the researching and just getting to know, like, your product. That way you can present it to your audience in a very digestible way. Right. No, that's it. That you hit the nail on the head. And it was it was not that your blog wasn't entertaining, but you kind of hit on what some of our clients have struggled with in the past is just before they've come to us, their blog has been like whatever just sounds fun, uh, or whatever sounds trendy or whatever is cool rather than what their audience needs to hear or like is asking to hear. Mm-hmm. And so for some industries it's really easy to get caught up in current discussions of things and rather than like having room to contribute to those conversations people just regurgitate what's going on in the news and the media and what they think is important um rather than really listening to their consumers and so we kind of had to pull you back to do the same thing because there wasn't you talked a little bit about social media on the blog but it wasn't anything that connected it to like it wasn't in depth enough yeah, it wasn't in-depth enough, but it also wasn't anything that really connected it back to, like, the root of On Target and what we do yeah. here. So it was trendy, but it was trendy and definitely topical. Mm-hmm. But it was just lacking that little bit of oomph to kind of, like, push, push it over the edge. This podcast is brought to you by Pure Grind Coffee. If you're a hustler, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a creator, you name it, this is the coffee for you. It's amazing. It's rich. It keeps us all jacked up here at On Target. So visit puregrindcoffee.com. It's a monthly subscription product that you're going to freaking love. Okay, I'm going to get in my Larry King vibe right now. So, but Shelby, you know, like, you know, we don't have, like, you know, the budget and the time that, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe has. <laughs> so um, how long do you think we should research for our content? It depends on your level of expertise coming into the content. And so Mm, I like that one. There are some clients that I know their industries really well, Mm -hmm. or I can easily find research that's relevant to their industries. And there are some clients that, oh man, it takes me, it takes me time and it takes me talking to them on multiple occasions for me to understand just a, like a, tiny tiny teaspoon of information that is relevant to their audience and it it doesn't mean that I don't like working with those clients I love learning new things all the time that's why I got into this business is that I like learning what other people do Mm -hmm. and how what they do impacts 
the like general public. Mm-hmm. But the amount of time that you spend on a specific blog post is all going to depend on the level of expertise you have coming into it. Research can be frustrating. Research can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be what hangs you up, you know? Like, there are a few, like, quick ways, I guess, to validate if research, if the, the research that you're looking at is worthwhile, and it's to just, A, see if it comes from a government agency. Those statistics are like 99.8% of the time trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just check the relevancy of those statistics against the points that you're trying to make. But in your case, you had a very different type of research because we asked you to look for social media campaigns. So you were like going through Instagram and looking at businesses Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was trying to... Yeah. So he had to do a deep dive on social media, which... How was your experience trying to research on... Valentine's Day? On the gram on Valentine's Day to scroll through that, those hashtags. Well, I like the um the idea that you brought up. You was like, you know, look for research or like look for ad campaigns that aren't very like traditional, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, brands that aren't usually like you know like very romantically involved and like you know are going to be of course they're going to like have a campaign or marketing plan for valentine's day you were looking for like those businesses that weren't going to like you know ideally like jump out the window and have a valentine's day Mm -hmm. thing so it was very like interesting like looking for these businesses and these campaigns that like, how would they approach Valentine's Day? Yeah, I basically just told him to stay away from, like... Girly stuff. Jewelry stores and, like, Victoria's Secret and everything else that's going to have... Like, the, val- the the big Valentine's Day sale that's, like, yeah. pivoted toward women, mostly, so that those women can then nag their boyfriends into purchasing them something from. which made me go into a deep dive on how valentine's day is just all uh, like a big scam oh yeah it's all it was literally i, I swear valentine's day uh and engagement rings were both like founded by the de beers corporation in the early 1900s oh wow yeah it, it's just it's one company it's one diamond company diamonds are forever mm-hmm. and then like that was from them um and that's a whole different ball game to get into that is but i can't knock the marketing since no the marketing marketing is great and that's that's what has been so successful it's been the same marketing Mm -hmm. and it's just over the last 115 years maybe the marketing has been ingrained in public consciousness because before then women didn't even wear white on their wedding day like Mm. it didn't matter i didn't even know that wow yeah white on the wedding day was like something well any white clothing was a sign of wealth and affluence Mm -hmm. and not not purity or whatever that people say now about like oh you want to have a white wedding dress because you want to be pure like no that's that's stupid it, having white clothes meant that you had servants who could care for the clothes mm-hmm. uh should you get anything on them of course so it was like a for this one wedding dress that you're gonna wear one time right right it's just it's a statement piece so it didn't actually mean keep anything. it in pristine condition so people who were middle class um would would just wear normal clothes to get married. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything crazy. So. Yeah, there were a couple of those deep dives on just Graham, Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Don't buy into it. Yeah. 
he says is he tells people how to leverage it in marketing. But here's the beauty of marketing is that the more you get into it, the more you can unpack it and your like personal buying behaviors will also change because you know what to look for. Yeah. like It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm, I'm on this podcast saying I'm an avid fan of Nike. They don't get me as much as they used to anymore. No. Do you know? No. Up your game a little bit, you know. Like they, they know. Yeah. Although there was. I just told Nike to up their game. <laughs> there, there was one they, they put out toward the beginning of the pandemic that was really good. About like keep playing the game or like you're playing the game by yourself. And it was like a super cut mm-hmm. of people like just hitting a tennis ball against a wall and like not having anyone to play with and like this guy practicing in an open gym. Like it was pretty solid campaign. No, they're great. It's just that, you know, like I'm not a snob now. It's just that like, uh, mm-hmm. there's less brand, I guess, connection. I'm on to you guys yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you can, you can also respect the things that are really, really good. You know, like you can appreciate really good campaigns because mm. you know the time and effort that it took to, to go into them. Yeah. So I'm much more, willing to buy from someone who's put a lot of time and effort into a campaign so that's a great segue for our next topic our segue 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 i like saying segue now like i heard it and i was like i like that that's not it that's not gonna stick not it segue okay we're gonna okay it's a nice little segue into some of our favorite examples of you know research that has made compelling content so I think I don't have an example. No, off this the top like of my off the top of my head, Tesla. Okay. Is one, and I think SpaceX too. Mm-hmm. They do a great job of taking their own research because ideally for brands, um, the the content. The research that's going to support your content marketing is going to be stuff that you have gathered yourself. That's why case studies and white papers are important. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, st- statistics on your target audience are important. Uh, knowing your demographics and psychographics of your audience are important because all of that research uh, is foundational to the content marketing strategies that you put out. But I think SpaceX and Tesla do a really great job of making a very complex topic or series of topics feel accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, Elon Musk's crazy personality aside, uh, SpaceX does a really good job of having uh, the the live stream content where they literally break down each phase of the launch mm-hmm. into digestible bits so that as you're seeing the rocket kind of break apart in real time, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, now we've got boosters. Um, now the thrusters have stopped and, you know, this part's separated and We've got stage separation, and that's going to return. And so if you're someone who's just watching it and you don't know much about, like, aerospace engineering, which I don't, Mm -hmm. it's cool to just get that explanation. And they don't let the research jargon kind of overcoat the messaging. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's just really digestible and accessible. Okay, so my, yours is way better than mine's. Way more informational and like just way better for society. I was gonna bring up watching like a Keanu Reeves, like um, I think he was training for like John Wick or something like that, mm-hmm. and they just had on-site Marines or specialists training him. But like you know, just seeing him like gain information from people or like 
you know, like just training his body to like, you know, get prepared for like the stunts. Are you talking like background research? Yeah, background or? yeah, background research. Yeah, like mu- establishing research. Yeah. To yeah. like, you know, like make it seem more realistic, I mm-hmm. guess. Cause we all know like like John Wick could never happen. Like it's a make believe. Like I don't think anybody's gonna like, you know, go. I don't know. If somebody hit my dog and like killed my dog, I would totally go John Wick on somebody. Yeah, but how far are you going? I don't know. Biscuit, I don't think look, Biscuit has been an integral part of my life. My dog's name is Biscuit. I'm not oh. just talking about baked goods, but if somebody came for my dog, fool. I get what you're saying. You it know, wouldn't even be me. It would be my dad. I understand. I understand yeah. the sentiment there, but like realistically, how far are you get? You're like you're not getting John Wick far. I'm not gonna admit to going John Wick far. Exactly. on a public podcast game. That's, you don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't. You're you're correct, but like we all know, like you know, it's it's like make believe, but like just having these on demand people like train Keanu Reeves yeah, or like. I, make Call of Duty, like, seem more realistic. So, to, like, bring this back to marketing. Uh-huh. Because I think you do have a connecting point here. Yeah. D- help me find it. I help know. Me. It's just, like, the blog. It's fine. <laughs> you, you guys are seeing how our brains work together in real time. Um, I think what you're getting at is, like, on-site specialists who are able to translate yeah. the details that matter mm-hmm. to content marketing and presentation. Exactly. So... Maybe within your company, there's someone who knows they need content marketing. They don't quite know how to present it in a way that's going to be appealing, but they are a wealth of knowledge. And those are the people that you can go to in times of research just to say, hey, I know that this is like what our audience wants to see and what they think matters. How can we connect the dots on what's important to our company and like our product and then what they are looking for. You tied up my point way better than I did. That's all right. You good. Okay. You want to end this podcast, Shelby? Do you want me to end this podcast? <laughs> yes, end the podcast, Shelby. You'll do that better than I will. Oh, no. I'm joking. He's kind of not. He's looking at me like he's not joking. I am not petty like that. Mm. Don't do me like that. I'm not. It's fine. All right. Well, that's <laughs> it for today's podcast um look we get it content marketing is not easy um uh, and it's not and if you're like takeem maybe you feel like it should be easy because Jesus. it's just it's just writing <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm throwing them under a bus right now yes <laughs> but it's it's okay to underestimate how much work and effort goes into a comprehensive marketing strategy and research plays a key role in that but If you need assistance getting started with content marketing, you don't know where to get started, you think it's easy as just throwing a couple blogs up on a website uh, that is just whatever topic you feel like, give us a call. We will save you the time and energy of researching things that might be irrelevant to your company and we'll be able to, you know, think about what your audience's needs are and go from there and put the research in behind it. So whether you're in aerospace engineering or education mm-hmm. or air conditioning, mm-hmm. you know, we've we've kind of done and seen it all. And yeah. I like learning new things. So Yeah, because knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. What a great way to end this, Takeem. Yeah, you know, I don't know why G.I. Joe just popped in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. So 
See you on the next episode of On Target Talks. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another great episode of On Target Talks. We hope you enjoyed our insightful takes as well as our team members' banter. Again, follow us at On Target Digital on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you.